Hi, folks. Welcome to Grown Ups Read Princess Stories, the podcast where grown ups from around the world read stories about princesses from around the world, be them fairy tales or true stories. I'm your host, RPJ, and Merry Christmas. Today is Christmas, and I just wanted to say happy holidays to all of you, to everyone out there. I hope you're all safe and healthy and doing okay. And I know that it's been hard. This has been a very hard year for a lot of people. You could easily say probably everybody. We're all in this together. And I know that it sucks not being able to see all the loved ones in one room. And it sucks that we have to do it via Skype or Zoom or whatever app you're using to communicate with each other. But just know that this is something that's not going to happen every single year. Also, let's be honest. You know when moms are like, oh man, it's just I want everyone in my house. And oh, it's just everyone's got to be over here. And then you have to get up really early and you just kind of want to spend your own time with yourself. You kind of want to just open those gifts and use the gifts, you know? And then, then you got to put on clothes. And I'm not just talking about like jeans and a shirt. I'm talking like you gotta you gotta dress up for some weird reason, you know? You like you gotta put on your good pants and a sweater that you've never worn. You know that that's always the one thing that I never understood is you always see guys wear sweaters that they never wear on Christmas. It's just that one day. It's like their Christmas sweater, and every year it's a new sweater, and then they never wear it again. What's the point? What a waste of money and energy, and resources, when you think about it. Just wear what you want to wear. Who cares? But anyway, that's that's just kind of what it's like, right? And then we all we all have to get in a car. You got to drive over. Then you got to talk to people that you don't really care about, you know? I mean, do you really, really absolutely need to see, like, your fourth cousin? Does it really matter? just saying you know maybe this is a blessing in disguise you get to sleep in this time be on your own make a cup of coffee or tea watch wonder woman 1984 if you're in the united states and if you're anywhere else kind of cross your fingers and hope that you know you can find a copy somehow and just you know have a good time for your day. Stress-free. Lay low. It's the one Christmas that you don't have to pretend. That's just kind of nice. You know, maybe you could just listen to a podcast or something like this. Listen to a story. Just enjoy it. Which brings me to our story. We today present to you a real tearjerker of a tale. I'm not going to lie. It's a sad story. You might cry. I'm just saying. I know I did the first time I read this story. I cried. Shed a tear. And then I shed another one and another and another. And every time I read it, I'll be honest, tears come out of my face. Because it's sad. But it's a great story. It's a beautiful story. And on a day like today, in a year like this year, 
we wanted to present to you a really beautiful story. And so, today you'll be listening to Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Match Girl. The Little Match Girl is a literary fairy tale by Danish poet and author Hans Christian Andersen. The story is about a dying child's dreams and hope and was first published in 1845. It has been adapted to various media, including animated and live-action films, television musicals, and even video games, weirdly enough. Reading The Little Match Girl is Chris Cooley. Chris Cooley is an actor, sometimes writer, who works at a 100-plus-year-old printing press at the historic town of Barkerville in British Columbia, Canada. Put on your house robe, slap on those slippers, put on your Christmas tea, and enjoy The Little Match Girl. Good evening. My name is Chris Cooley, and you'll be listening to me read in my very monotone voice, The Little Match Girl by Hans Christian Andersen. Bear with me. It was dreadfully cold. It was snowing fast and was almost dark as evening came on, the last evening of the year. In the cold and the darkness, there went along the street a poor little girl, bareheaded and with naked feet. When she left home, she had slippers on, it is true, but they were much too large for her feet, slippers that her mother had used till then. And the poor little girl lost them in running across the street when two carriages were passing terribly fast. When she looked for them, one was not to be found, and a boy had seized the other and ran away with it, saying he would use it for a cradle some day when he had children of his own. So on the little girl went with her bare feet that were red and blue with cold, and in an old apron that she wore were bundles of matches, and she carried a bundle also in her hand. No one had bought so much as a bunch all the long day, and no one had given her even a penny. Poor little girl, shivering with cold and hunger, she crept along, a perfect picture of misery. The snowflakes fell on her long flaxen hair, which hung in pretty curls about her throat, but she thought not of her beauty nor of the cold. Lights gleamed in every window, and there came to her the savory smell of roast goose, for it was New Year's Eve, and it was this of which she thought. In a corner formed by two houses, one of which projected beyond the other, she sat cowering down. She had drawn under her her little feet, but still she grew colder and colder. Yet she dared not go home, for she had sold no matches and could not bring a penny of money. Her father would certainly beat her, and besides, it was cold enough at home, for they had only the house roof above them. And though the largest holes had been stopped with straw and rags, there were left many through which the cold wind could whistle. And now her little hands were nearly frozen with cold. Alas, a single match might do her good if she might only draw it from the bundle, rub it against the wall, and warm her fingers by it. So at last she drew one out. How it blazed and burned. It gave out a warm, bright flame like a little candle, as she held her hands over it. A wonderful little light it was, 
It really seemed to the little girl as if she sat before a great iron stove with polished brass feet and brass shovel and tongs. So blessedly it burned that the little maiden stretched out her feet to warm them also. How comfortable she was. But lo, the flame went out. The stove vanished and nothing remained but the little burned match in her hand. She rubbed another match against the wall. It burned brightly, and where the light fell upon the wall, it became transparent like a veil, so that she could see through it in the room. A snow-white cloth was spread upon the table, on which was a beautiful china dinner service, while a roast goose, stuffed with apples and prunes, steamed famously and sent forth a most savory smell. And what was more delightful still and wonderful the goose jumped from the dish, with knife and fork still in his breast, and waddled along the floor straight to the little girl. But the match went out then, and nothing was left to her but the thick, damp wall. She lighted another match, and now she was under the most beautiful Christmas tree, larger and far more prettily trimmed than the one she had seen through the glass doors at the rich merchant's. Hundreds of wax tapers were burning on the green branches, and gay figures, such as she had seen in the shop windows, looked down upon her. The child stretched out her hands to them. Then the match went out. Still, the lights of the Christmas tree rose higher and higher. She saw them now as stars in heaven, and one of them fell, forming a long trail of fire. Now someone is dying, murmured the little child softly. For her grandmother, the only person who had loved her and who was now dead, had told her what, that whenever a star falls, a soul mounts up to God. She struck yet another match against the wall, and again it was light, and in the brightness there appeared before her the dear old grandmother, bright and radiant, yet sweet and mild, and happy as she had never looked on earth. Oh, grandmother, cried the child, take me with you, and now you will go away when the match burns out. You, too, will vanish, like the warm stove, the splendid New Year's feast, the beautiful Christmas tree, unless her grandmother should disappear. She rubbed the whole bundle of matches against the wall. And the matches burned with such brilliant light that it became brighter than noonday. Her grandmother had never looked so grand and beautiful. She, looked, she took the little girl in her arms and both flew together, joyously and gloriously, mounting higher and higher, far above the earth. And from them there was neither hunger, nor cold, nor care. They were with God. But in the corner, at the dawn of day, sat the poor little girl, leaning against the wall with red cheeks and smiling mouth, frozen to death on the last evening of the old year. Stiff and cold she sat with the matches, one bundle of which was burned. She wanted to warm herself, poor little thing, people said. No one imagined visions she had had 
or how gloriously she had gone with her grandmother to enter upon the joys of a new year. The end. This is a very sad story. It's one of my favorite little stories, even though it has a kind of happy ending for the little girl. Um, yeah, I really like this story. Um, the moral of the story is obviously don't play with matches. Obviously. Um, no, I'm just joking. That's, that's poor taste. Um, yeah. I think it, it, the moral of the story is life sucks. But it does get better. I guess. Uh, yeah, no. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, have a good evening, all. That was Chris Cooley reading Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Match Girl. If you'd like to find out more about Chris Cooley and Barkerville, the place that he works, you can visit the website in the bio. Barkerville is a historic mining town in British Columbia, Canada. It is an amazing place to go and visit. I highly suggest you do. We will also leave links to their Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, which you can click on and find out more information. And if you would like to follow us on any of those social media apps, you can do so at Grown Ups Read Princess Stories. Please like and subscribe to this podcast if you are not already doing so. I'm not sure why you wouldn't be. And if you are so inclined, please leave a review, maybe some star ratings coming our way, anything kind. You know, 2020 has been a really hard year for some people. And spreading kindness in 2021 seems like a pretty nice goal for people to have. Well, until the next time, I'm RPJ. Be kind to each other and stay safe.